You're thinking about starting a podcast, right? Let me tell you that Anchor is the easiest way to do it. To start off with, it's free, and everybody loves free. There are a lot of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on different platforms like Spotify and Apple Podcasts. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So, go ahead and download the free Anchor app, or you can go to anchor.fm to get started. Yo, we're back again. This is part two. We're picking up where we left off it with part one, of episode 17. If you're missing it and you don't know what we're coming off with, gotta go back and listen to part one. We're picking up right where we left off with Julius Randle. Talked about him uh, winning the most improved award. When the rest of this episode, we're talking about the rest of the NBA awards, including the MVP, Coach of the Year, Defensive Player of the Year, even the Rookie of the Year. It didn't come out at the time we recorded, but, you know, we gave our predictions on it. We predicted a couple other things, but you got to listen in to make sure you know what we're talking about. So, thank you for listening so far. Enjoy the rest of the episode. Thank you. Well, that, that can take us into uh, next week. Ronald Julius Randle was uh, most improved. And uh, so uh, another thing we've been getting here uh, since we entered the second round of playoffs is our uh, NBA award winners. The only award winner we ever received yet is the rookie of the year. So, but we can make our predictions in that once we talk about everybody else. But we got to start off with my guy, the Joker. Win an MVP first. Um, they say you were the first Serbian MVP, which is kind of crazy because I don't think about Serbia when I think countries in basketball. But I, do you think the Joker deserved the MVP this year? Who was your MVP? Let me ask you that. Uh, I love Joker. I'm very happy that he won it. Um, well deserved. I like his game. I like him overall. I'm probably in a minority when I say this, but no. He's showing an MVP. Really? My MVP pick is Mr. Uh, Christopher Paul the <laughs> Third. <laughs> no, really? Yeah, man. I'm, I'm in that. I'm in that group, man. Because maybe it's a little bit of a of a career thing for me, but this is at least his third time he should have won MVP. I remember one year. I think it was 07, maybe. He could have won that one. I think that's the year Kobe won. And that's the year he could have won that one. That was his Hornets years. Um, it was another year with the Clippers, maybe. He, he, I can't remember what when the second time was. But it was another year he could have won it. I wasn't too mad about that one. But this year, for him to be doing what he's done with the Suns, like the Suns were – it was a cute story last year with the in the bubble. That's the way – who was perceived? It was cute. Okay, you went to eight or in the bubble. That's that's nice, man. That's just, good job. Hey, that's nice exactly what it seemed like for us. Like, exactly. hey, them boys hooping. Good job. I, I respect that. I respect y'all. Like yeah, that, that was a, it was a respectable play, but nobody took them serious as a threat. Nobody said, all right, they 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 made the playoffs. It'll be an AC sweep, and they done. Chris Paul said, nah. Like this is not the first time Chris Paul has done this. Like what he has done over his career has. I don't say unmatched, but it's like only a few can really do what he's done, man. Like he's taken players and made them seem like he's he's basically the LeBron of point guards. Where LeBron will take someone who is mediocre, average, you know, good, 
decent, you know what I mean? Somebody who's not that great. And he will skew, he will squeeze every ounce of talent out of what, whatever you have to give me, I'm gonna get a hundred percent of that. If you are a corner shooter, I'm maximizing that to the hundred to the hundred and tenth percent of whatever I can get from you. Your pick and roll, I bet I'm gonna make you the best pick and roll player in the league. Like he does that. Tyson Chandler was a way better player with him than with any time in his career. Blake Griffin and DeAndre Jordan, too. Blake Griffin and DeAndre Jordan have never been the same besides when they were with him. Blake Griffin was never looked at the same. Blake Griffin did his thing with the Pistons. Don't get me wrong, but he was he was not the same, bro. Like he, he shots were looking totally different. DeAndre Jordan was he was talked about as being an all-star when he was with Chris Paul. When he left him, nice. all that talk was gone. Like, so it's like to be honest, man, like Chris Paul, besides when he was in Houston, never had a player even close to his caliber. Like he never had the top tier superstar. With him, and even with James Harden, that was what a year, a year and a half, maybe, maybe two James Harden. Yeah, it was two years. So two years of that, and look what happened when he finally got there. He finally got a chance to get there. His injury that he, he either doesn't have enough to get him over the hump, or injury stops him from being over the hump, which sucks for him to say. Safe for him, but. That's my MVP, man. Like, for him to do what he's done time and time again, with him being, what, 35 now? And it's like, for him to still be playing that type of level and for him to have that much control and input over a game still, it's ridiculous, man. So it's like, the Suns wouldn't be, I, I can't say the Suns would be where they were or where they are without him. Not to, I hate to throw the postseason in there too, but this man was the reason or a big reason why they overcame the Lakers. Oh, yeah, if, they, sure. if, they, if they didn't have him on the team, that would have went a totally different way. Like, yeah, you would have had a chance because AD went down, but come on now. It's still – you're going LeBron versus Devin Booker. LeBron's winning that 11 times out of 10. Like, come on, bro. Like, I'm sorry. I love Devin, but no, nah, that's not what – Chris Paul Chris makes a difference. So that's my MVP. I hate to – I'm not trying to talk bad about Joker. I'm not trying to take away from him. But I'm trying to put more on Chris Paul. So that's my MVP. So. Uh, I kind of feel where you're coming from with that. But uh, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I did not think the Joker. Uh, Joker was not my MVP either. Well, let me, let me clarify that. So I think Joker deserved it. Mm-hmm. But my vote would have went to Joel Embiid. But I, I realized why they didn't give it to Embiid because he had missed so many games being injured. Yep. So, you know, that was understandable. So then after Joel, I would say Steph Curry really deserved the MVP. But I knew they wasn't going to give it to Steph because they ain't made the playoffs. They was close. They were te- technically did in a, in a regular because they was the AC. But yeah. I knew they weren't going to give Steph the MVP because they didn't give Dame the MVP that year. They, he wheeled his team to the AC. Actually, when Dame wheeled his team to the AC, he really deserved the MVP. Mm-hmm. See, they ain't get that deal. And so, which I understand, if you're the most valuable player, that should equate to winning. But at the same time, like, I feel like LeBron would be a LeBron was in MVP talks in Cleveland every year. And they was, they were never like, not great, they were seventh AC, but them, year, them two years in Cleveland without Kyrie, they was 
fourth and fifth seed both years. And he was in the MVP talk. He was in the MVP talk every year. Because every year they looking at LeBron like he ain't got no help. Yeah. So here you got Dame Lillard and Stephen Curry, who both in different years had no help. We, I mean, they barely make they, – they literally, literally will they team to the play. They, especially in the, in the bubble last year, yeah. Dame and his team had to win them games to make the playoffs. Same as Phoenix. Like if yeah. they lost one more game, they did not lose. They did not go to the playoffs. Phoenix went to the playoffs. Yeah. So I just I don't know, man. I I feel like there's some. But I knew Steph wasn't gonna get it for that exact reason. They ain't get the name. Yeah. They better not give it to Steph at least because I was gonna be mad about that if they did. Yeah. But, but so yeah. Other than that. Joker deserved to be the MVP. Of the, uh, but you know, them my two, them my two, uh, my real picks. Who I really would have picked if if B would have played more games out of games. If B if Stealth was at least the six seed, they should get it to Stealth. But yeah, I know, feel like MB was MB was a front runner probably most season. Honestly, like you said, injuries took him out of play. Uh, Steph lack of winning. Took him out of play and and just overall, um, I think injuries play a little bit with him too because he he his injuries are the reason why he didn't win as much. Obviously, I'm not mad with either one of those picks, man. Like if either one of them would have got it, I would have felt the type of way about Steph. I would have felt the type of way about him. B obviously because you can't miss that many games and feel like I think him mm-hmm. like it's, it's, it's a couple years where a player missed a certain amount of games and they still. Won it. Like, I think I forgot who it was. But certain, a certain player missed a certain amount of games and they still won it regardless. Him missing those games took him down and Joker's play took him up. So it's like at the same time, and B's numbers, not his numbers, but like his, his lead was coming down while Joker's was catching up to him. It's like at that time, by the time, by the time and B came back, he was already playing from behind at that point. So that was a tough blow for him, but. I think Joker was the smartest and the safest move to go that caused the least amount of trouble. You feel me? Because if B would have won, he would have had the, like we just said, he was too injured to win the many games. If Steph would have won it, I mean, Dame should have won it last year. You know what I mean? If Chris Paul would have won it, I would have been happy. And that would have been a story for me. I wouldn't say nothing. But. No. <laughs> 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 There's been a lot of people with something to say they gave to Chris Paul. But hey, I would he, he did deserve some. Like he deserves some. You feel me? It was just one of them seasons like, man, I wish we could give you some. Like an honorable mention, something. But knowing him, he wouldn't have took it and be like, man, get this out of my face, bro. True. I don't want this trash. Like, true. I don't want no cookie. I want to win. Like <laughs> I don't want no cookie. Well, give me the second place. This basically would have been would have been a second place trophy. Like here you go. We can't get you MVP, Chris, but uh how about this? Nah, bro. I want that ring. Give me my MVP award or a ring. But uh, speaking of Christopher, um, Christopher, uh, that's my dog, man. CP three. So, how how do you feel like? I'm not saying it's a for sure thing at all, but I feel like it's more likely this year than pretty much any of almost any year he's been in the league. He has potential to get to the finals and win a ring. So, how would a ring shake out for him? Um, I've been hearing a lot of people say uh, Chris Paul wins a ring. He 
automatic top five point guard in, in league history. I don't know where you at. So let me ask you, where do you have Chris Paul uh, all-time point guards right now? So is he in your top five? Uh, off the top of my head, I have to say yes. Um, Magic, of course. Yeah. Magic, of course, is up there. Steph is up there. Chris. Um, I'm a big J. Kidd fan. He's probably the top 10 for me. Steve Nash is probably the top 10. Uh, Oh, that's tough. Magic, Steph, Chris Paul. I got to throw Westbrook in there, man. Um, top five? Yeah. If I'm going to throw – if I if you want to throw Oscar in there, I got to throw Westbrook over there because he's basically 2.0 of that. So I'll take the updated version of that for me. For me. It's my top five. You, hey, you absolutely right. So, <laughs> you absolutely now, skill-wise, right. of course, he's not one of the most skilled point guards ever, but it's like what he brings to the game overall. And if you fun, full – Funnel him in the right direction with the right pieces around. Like this, this dude had a triple double three years in a row. I don't care what anybody says. That's very hard to do, man. Like, no, even no, with the inflated numbers that. and stats, like, that's a very, very hard thing to do. You cannot do that in any pickup game. You can't do that on any 2K game. I don't care what, make up anything you want to. That's very hard to do. Made it three years in a row. That's tough. But that, and just like his. His level of winning that he brings. He's kind of like a he, – he's going to change the culture of a team. Like the Wizards this year without him is like maybe a borderline, you know. Like if, if they were talking about the uh, – what you call it, the bubble. Not the bubble, the playing tournament again. They wouldn't been anywhere close to where they were this year. Now, granted, they had injuries and everything, but I feel like Westbrook changes the dynamics of everywhere he goes. Like he he's he's a superstar in my book as far as that goes, but he's in my top five all time. I have to think about that fifth spot, man. I don't know, but I think Chris Paul is my top five for sure. So I, if the ring would probably put him more comfortably in the top five, I'll say that. Like it's it's he's probably borderline top five for a lot of people, and I think that ring would put him very comfortably in the top five. Like he'd probably be like maybe number four, maybe number five for most people. I think that bumps him to automatically probably top three. Like John Stockton in that conversation. Steph is obviously in that conversation. Um, I can't think of anybody else right now. But I think Chris Paul, if you if you want to ring this year, especially this year with the team that he has and think, like think about it, he had to go through LeBron, dethrone him. Going through the Nuggets, the MVP of this year beat them. He's either going to face Donovan Mitchell and the defensive player of the year, the sixth man of the year, and the number one seed in the West, or he's going to go against Kawhi Leonard and Paul George and beat them. And he would have to face either the two-time MVP in Giannis, which I doubt he will, I think that's going to win that series, or he has to go against the juggernaut Nets, yeah, they be real. That's going to mean so. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, he went through LeBron, the MVP of that year, the number one seed of the Western Conference with the defensive player of the year and the sixth man of the year, and to the finals, he had to beat the freaking Monstars. 
So out of all the years for a championship to mean something, this is one of those years. <laughs> like you you legit went through LeBron James, potentially Kawhi Leonard, the MVP and Joker, Kevin Rent, James Harden, and Kyrie Irving. Well be the all-star lineup. You legit went through the, <laughs> you legit went through the whole all-star lineup in one postseason, bro. Like so him winning the ring, him winning this ring would mean so, even more than just winning his first ring. Like I just said, this that who he went through will boost him up even a little bit more. So I think this ring will have a little bit extra on it than the average ring will for somebody else. So that's how I stand with his ring. Yeah, because I hey, I was one of the people that was saying if LeBron James take this team from the seventh seed and go through the second seed stuns and potentially beat the MVP and then beat Kawhi Leonard and Paul George in the Eastern Conference Finals and then beat the superstar next. I was I was one of the people saying if he do all that, he the GOAT, like undisputed in my mind. If he if he were to do all that, I was saying that. Now see we now we know now that that didn't happen. But so yeah, I had to get that same respect to Chris. If he was to do all that, you know, he gonna be up there. But for me, I can tell you where I'm top five point guards are right now. I can tell you all the top. Magic Johnson number one. Mm-hmm. Steph Curry is number two. Mm-hmm. Oscar Robinson is number three. Mm-hmm. I say Isaiah Thomas number four. Oh, John Stockton number five. Oh. Isaiah Thomas. Yeah, I completely forgot about him. Yeah, I know. I can really switch John and Isaiah, but Isaiah got the raise, so we'll throw Isaiah in there for. But you see how you see how you just did that? Like, ah, it's it's tight, but Isaiah got the ring, so I give him that nine. You see what I mean? Like, so yeah. like Chris Paul being right there is like, who do you want? Isaiah, Chris Paul. Uh, it's basically the same player for the most part. But I'm going to give Isaiah because he got the rings. And he got two of them. Uh, Chris Paul versus John Stockton. Gross. John Stockton got the stats, so I'm going to give him that nine. You know what I mean? It's like little stuff like that makes a difference. So I feel like him having that ring, like I said, he might be borderline for a lot of people where he's four, maybe five. And that because he doesn't have the ring, that knocks him down. Who, who do you want, Isaiah or Chris? Isaiah, he got the rings. Well, do you want uh, him or Chris Paul? Oh, he got the rings, so I'm going to give it to him. Stockton or Chris? Stockton got the, the stats and, you know, the records and get to him. But now he got the ring. Okay, that trumps the stats now because you got all the stats, but you ain't got the ring. You absolutely right. That solidifies him on another level. So he might be borderline. Now he get, he's, he's comfortable. He can breathe now in that top five talk, but. I got to throw Isaiah in my top five. Yeah. 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 Now, you know, you uh, you, you ain't really get no order, but you just kind of said who would be in there. But I know my oh, order. Magic, order? Still, Oscar. Like, I just, I, I just know this. Like, I ain't saying you got to give me one. But Magic, Steph, Oscar, Isaiah, John, that's the top five. Chris Paul went a ring. I will slide him up over John. He'll be five. But only five. He ain't jumping nobody else. The mother boy is solidified as of right now. So yeah, yeah. yeah. I say with and the I ring. You drop Russell Westbrook up out of there. Man, for me, I'm not trying to be disrespectful to Oscar at all. Got a lot of love for him, but for him, it's like him and Westbrook are kind of right there. Like that we just said, the ring bumps him over Westbrook a little bit for me. So like that's probably my five debate right there for me. 
So I'll probably say my top three would have to be Magic, Steph, Isaiah, Chris Paul, Chris Paul, Oscar, and Westbrook are like, depending on how I feel that day, it's like juggling between four and five. But I'll probably say Chris Paul, four. Westbrook and Big O. I'm going to go, ah, that's tough. I'm going to go Westbrook, man. Might be a little fandom for me because that's my guy. But I'm going to go Westbrook, man. That's, that's tough. That's my dog. Yeah, I understand. I understand. So, yeah, man, that's how I feel about that. Uh, let's get back into the awards, man. So, we talked about MVP. Uh, let's go on the – I feel like this is, this is the same as the MVP talks. The coach of the year. I feel like this is the, the – the same debate that goes on for MVP goes on for Coach of the Year. You know, sometimes the storyline of is it the best player with the worst team or worst, you know, thing around him, or is it the best player on the best team? Like he did the most with the least amount of talent around him, or he did the most and he had the most around him. So it's like they won, so obviously you got to give it to him. Same thing for coaches. It's like this coach did the most with the least amount of talent out of everybody. Or it's like, man, this coach had to manage the ego and talents of all these players, and they won X amount of games, so we got to give it to them. Or this coach ended up coming in, turning around his organization, and he deserves it off of that, which I kind of feel like why Tibbs got it. You feel me? Like he came into New York, changed the organization around, got his guys in there, and he coached up uh, the most improved player, he coached up Derrick Rose to get back. Well, he played a role in Dead Cross getting back to where he is today, and that's why he got it. So, uh, how do you feel about Tibbs getting coached here? Uh, I feel like it's deserved, is where I'm speaking. Uh, to me, it was between him and uh, the coach of the Suns, uh, coach Monty Williams. Monty Williams, yeah. Uh, I feel like it was between them two, easily. Like, and uh, the coach of the Jazz, uh, Quinn Snyder. He was in a uh, running two. They was top three. I feel like it was really a two man race though. It was either Thibs or uh, Monty Williams. Mm-hmm. But I, I get a nod to Thibs because Monty got proven proven star Chris Paul and proven bucket Devin Booker and DeAndre Ayton and Jay Crowder star. So you know he got a solidified team. Like this team got experience. Monty's that well no I ain't gonna say experience. This team got leadership. This team got size. It's got what you need. Like, and you know, he's still a great coach. Obviously, the second seed, they were sexy. seed. So, you know, he still did his job. But uh, Thibs had, he ain't had no proven stars, no proven players. Uh, Julius Randle been a good player for the past few years, but never an all-star. And uh, Derrick Rose hadn't been the same since he coached them last when he won the MVP. He ain't been the same since. This year and last year has been his best two years since he started uh, getting hurt consistently. So they've been this year and last year have been his best two years in, like, the last six. I get I, Yeah, I get a deal because you're telling me I got Julius Randle and Derrick Rose as my best players. And we, we'll see what they, the fourth seed. Mm-hmm. So, 
yeah, I, I, I get the deals. I feel like that's that's respect. Cause look like look at who we got. Like I, I can read you the play. RJ Barrett, uh soft uh second year in the league, um Nerlens Noel, Frank Neil Aquina, Alec Burks, Alfred Payne. These are the guys playing. Like these guys play. Obi Toppin, rookie, Reggie Bullock, like he got guys playing that solid, like solid role players. Derrick Rose and Julius Randle, they best players, and then everybody else is like role players. And so, it's just really crazy. Like I feel like he deserved the most praise for that. So, coach of the year definitely got to go to him in my book. I agree. I ain't got nothing to say to that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> basically, man, like like you just said, like he. I won't say he doesn't have any proven. I feel like Derrick Rose is the most proven. Taj Gibson is a solid role player, which is why he pulled him in there. But uh, outside of that, you don't have any real – no experience, no real – like nothing solid to say that this team is a playoff team, you know. I remember when Derrick Rose said he wanted to leave and go to uh, New York. Somebody up there in New York, I mean, at Detroit was – oh, the coach. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Dang, what's his name? What's his name? What's his name? What's the Pistons coach? Uh, he's the coach in Toronto. What is his name? Uh, black dude. He won coach of the year. What is the guy's name? This is terrible. Wayne Casey. The Wayne Casey. He laughed at him. He was like, basically, you go into a lateral situation. You take you side seven going to the same place. And look at him now. Like the everybody thought, I was, I was mad when Derrick Rose went to the next. I was like, come on, bro. He finally getting back healthy, looking like looking like an old self. I wanted him to have a chance to win and compete for a championship. Little did I know that they were going to turn around and at least make the playoffs. Did anybody think they're going to ring? No, of course not. But at the same time, they went a lot further than most of us expected. So, got to get some of that love to Tills, man, and that he did his thing, changed that uh, organization around to say, foresee in the playoffs. So. I agree, man. That's the coach G in my book. So I love money. I like Quinn Snyder and his thing, number one seed in the West. But uh, gotta get the tears, man. So that's what I stand. Good. Uh, yeah. So we 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 pretty much agree on that. So that's good. And then uh, I want to talk defensive player of the year. Uh, Rudy Gobert just won defensive player of the year for the third time in four years, I want to say, four or five. Because mm-hmm. Giannis won it last year, and then he won it two years in a row. That's right. Uh, that right? So. It sounds right. Yeah. Yeah, so he done won three out of the last five, I know for sure. But a lot of people have an issue with Rudy Gobert consistently being – Defensive player of the year and uh, in all star conversations and stuff, but not really having a whole lot of talent outside of defense. So, what, what, what do you say to that? That's, that's funny though, because like you're mad that it, or you feel a type of way because a defensive guy won defensive player of the year. Like, what kind of sense yeah. does that make? You feel me? I can kind of understand the all-star thing, but a defensive guy won defensive player of the year. Like, what did you expect? Did you expect, like, J.J. Red to get it? 
Did you expect Steph Curry? To, no offense to Steph, mm-hmm. but like, you don't expect the offensive guy to win a defensive award. The same way you wouldn't expect Rudy Gobert to win a scoring title or they came out with an offensive player of the year. Like, you wouldn't expect him to win that title. So it's like, to win a defensive player of the year, if that's not a way about that, I don't agree with. Now, do I think he should have won the award? No. I don't consider him the best defender in the league. Um, I wouldn't have been mad if Draymond or Ben Simmons won it. Both of those guys were finalists. Um, I really respect Ben Simmons, man, because he's probably the only guy. No, not the only, but one of the few guys who can legit guard one through five. Like, legit. I'm not talking about, uh, you know, one through four and kind of like he can legit go from guarding Kyrie Irving one game to guarding uh, LeBron the next game to guarding Anthony Davis the next game to guarding Joel Embiid and like, if he has to Joel Embiid or Joker the next game. Like, he can legit comfortably do that. One of the few players that can comfortably do that. Right. That is a People who don't really know basketball, that's a very, very hard thing to do. Like for you to say, all right, you got in Kyrie Irving Monday. Thursday, you're going to have to guard LeBron James and turn around and guard Giannis next game and turn around on next Tuesday and guard Kawhi Leonard, Kevin Durant, Joker, like, that's a very hard thing to do. People don't understand how hard that is. Like, Because it's totally different players, totally different players. That's a hard thing to do. So I got a lot of respect for Ben Simmons. He's been underrated as a defender for years now. But I don't know if he's my defense player of the year. I feel like Jerry Mon let me down a little bit, man. Oh, that's tough, man. Hey, no, Draymond, hey, listen to me. Draymond gets no respect for this season after the way he ended the Warriors. None. Who's gonna come up? Hey, Who's gonna come hey, up? Like, hey, look, this man, no, because I'm still upset. I ain't even <laughs> a Warriors fan. I'm not a Steph Curry fan. Like I like Steph, you know. I ain't got nothing against these guys, but you know, I ain't even a Warriors fan like that. But for Steph to be out here doing what he was doing to lose like that. Still probably called the league. Like, hey, that deal, yeah, let Rudy have it. <laughs> Cause this man just sold me. Like, no, he I can't get it to him. And then we was just out here talking about Steph Curry playing by himself. We were saying that all year. So no, no Draymond get defensive player of the year. Like every, before before now, everybody was talking about Steph out there by himself. Now we talk about Draymond defensive player of the year. Like so, man, no, you feel me? Like, I would have liked to see him being with it, though. That, that, that me, too. I would like to see him being with it. And I don't know if you seen the interview he did with Rachel Nichols a while back in the middle of the season. Oh, I, hey, I like being now, being cocky. Now, you talk about uh, humble, like, what did you say? You said humble. Uh, humble confidence. Hey, yeah, you was like, you were saying humble confidence now. Being ain't no humbleness in there. Yeah, like yeah. this man. She asked him if he if she think if he thinks he deserves the best player, yeah. and he's like, yeah, I think I deserve to win it. And then she asked him something about Rudy Gobert, 
and he said, he said, uh, uh, don't get me wrong, Rudy's a great shot blocker and uh, and things like that. He can block shots for you, get rebounds, but I don't think he's like a really great like defender. And then she, and she was like, why do you say that? He, he, was, uh, some, he was like, they put him, last time when we played Utah, they put him on me. And she said, what'd you do? He said, I have 40. And, oh, yeah, and he said, according to people, I don't have a score like that. I was like, this. <laughs> yep. This. I'm one of those guys who can guard one through five. Um, obviously, there's a lot of respect for Rudy. You know, I know what he's capable of. I know, you know, he's... He, He's he's great down there in the paint, but he's he's not guarding everybody, um, and that that's just what it is. I mean, he guarded me in Utah, and I had forty two, and I'm not, and apparently I'm not a scorer, so it is what it is. But you know, I have a lot of respect for him. But at the same time, um, I think it, it, I think it's mine this year. Yeah, I'll hey, yeah. no, no one thing I ain't gonna never get mad at nobody for. Hey, talk your stuff, okay. If you can back yourself, like, I ain't saying just, you know, be cocky and, like, talk trash but, like, to other people. But yeah. if you can talk your stuff and, and bring up your facts, like, hey, this is what I did. Like, I know what you're talking about, but let me tell you what I did. Because I'm yeah. that type of dude, too. I ain't going to lie to you. Now, I, I do have, like, a humble confidence by myself. But what you ain't going to do is play me like, I ain't deal with what I have already done. I got a little track history, you feel me? So, and you as my teammates or my coach, I'll be quick to say, hey, Okay, what you say? This first team Alabama don't walk in double double right here. First team all Alabama JUCO. All right, no top five in the nation block shots. This ain't somebody you just gonna talk crazy to. You feel me? Because I just got the facts to back myself up. That what yeah. I like about being. I was like, let being with defensive player of the year off that right there. <laughs> off this one interview, give it. Bro said we Rudy guarded me when we played, and I have forty. And I ain't no score. So yep. when he said that, I was like, yeah, get to him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I remember that interview, man. I'm glad you brought that up because uh, after I saw that, I was like, then I remember the show. I forgot what it was, but I saw highlights too. Bro was stumbling. Like, it was bad, man. Like, I love Rudy. Don't get me wrong. I, he, his game has a place in today's NBA. I'm not trying to say that he's irrelevant. But, but, Ben Simmons is guarding one through five, a legit one through five, comfortably. Like, he's not sitting out here looking terrible. He's comfortably guarding. Ben, I mean, I mean uh, Rudy has been exposed multiple times by Steph Curry out there outside the paint. Multiple times by – can, you can go through all guards. He's been exposed by stumbling men out there playing twisted by the end of the game with how bad he looks out there on the perimeter. Because he can't move his feet. He can't. But, but to to give him some some validity to him, and I, why I do respect him, I remember when was this? A little before the playoffs started last month, they showed a clip of uh, I forgot what team it was, but they were coming down in transition, and Rudy was back in his back like one of the teammate he is. One guy ran in trying to drive into him. He thought about he I forgot if he was trailing him or whatever. But I think Rudy was trailing him. And he felt him coming, so he just, you know, dribbled out, went around, kicked it uh, to somebody else trailing and running down behind him. We were standing in the paint, and he just like, nah, I'm not going to go up against him. I'm going to uh, either try again or get his left or float or something like that. Somebody else ran up behind him. Same thing. 
Somebody else ran behind him. Four guys from the same team said, no, nah, I'm not trying to go up against him. In one play. Not, not, in, not in a sequence, but one play. So I was like, sheesh, he got that much respect. So everybody be like, nah, I ain't going to go up against him. Like, not this time. So don't get me wrong. He is a good defender. Do not get me wrong. Rudy Gobert deserves some love when he gives us a player. But I think Ben Simmons is better. Hands down. Like, man, and it, no, and this is coming from me. I'm a big, like, I'm a shot blocker. So I can appreciate Rudy's game. I appreciate that. But this is the difference between what Rudy do and what he does that I do, that I appreciate. So the thing about me is, like, on defense, like, just like Rudy, I am a shot blocker. Okay. I like, like, I'm more comfortable around the rim. Okay. But what I also know is, I also know you ain't finna put me on no island think you finna go crazy. That's what that's what other thing I know about myself. And it's been many a guard to think they was. You did what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah. Like, and then this, and then this is another thing about me. I'm like, I'm adjusting to who I play to. You feel what I'm saying? So, like, I ain't never gonna say I can guard one through five, obviously. Like, don't put me on point guard. Like, I'm not doing that consistent. But, like, I can guard the pick and roll one time, see how to guard, trying to depend on how we guard it, because, you know, a different coverage. But if I guard it one time and I see how they play, they won't get to that same spot no more or to that same uh, option. That's just the type of dude I am. And so I feel like guards in the league call for a screen from Rudy, man, to bring Rudy out the paint. And then you either finna switch and make Rudy guard Steph Curry in them. So he, they finna get the dance dance. Yep. And he finna get this business because, you know, he ain't, he, like we just seen it. He, he can't stay in front of nobody like that. Nope. But you either finna do that or he, you open a call. You, you know, you're gonna have somebody that can score the ball coming off the pick. So. I'm either I'm gonna do that or I'm gonna come off the screen, Rudy go back up because he wanna be in the paint. Now what I'm gonna do? Over the top. Yep. Cash. Somebody like Dame, Steph, Luca, guys live for that. Come off the screen, then you the back up. Oh, all right, cash out. Or oh, I'm gonna take two steps in and I'm gonna take the mid. You can't step up because my big finna roll. So you you if you jump, I'm just dropping it off the hill. So mm-hmm. I'm not saying, you know, like, I'm not saying Rudy does not still have great defense. He's still a great shot blocker. I wouldn't want nobody else in the league in my outside. Like, if I had to pick somebody, like, if I was going to, if I, if somebody said, hey, you finna get blue by who you want to have your outside in the league out of everybody, give me Rudy. I want Rudy to slide over in my hill. But there's still that hole in this game that I feel like guards in the league picking on. Like, okay, yo, man, Rudy, man, come here, sit the screen. He finna have to make a decision today. And then he get to he get to put on that island. And it's been plenty of times I got switched out on guards. And I know one thing for sure. You finna have to make this shot over the top. All right. This gonna be tough. Cause what you won't do is bop, 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 and then have me looking crazy. <laughs> and you get a layup or a step back three. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I just I respect Rudy's game, but I also acknowledge the whole thing. And so, Ben, I don't see that hole in Ben game. I see the hole in Ben game on offense in the end. So, but when it comes to defense, I'm like, hey, he, he, he got it, bro. I can yeah. put Ben on anybody. And so, years like that, guys like that, cause like that's the same thing we were saying about LeBron in Miami. It was like, Bron can guard all five positions. 
all that um Derrick Rose in the playoffs. One time he had to guard um what was that big name? Uh, at one point in time he was guard like in a whole playoff series and a whole playoff uh run. This man guarded Derrick Rose, Paul George, and um dang it. What's the center name? Hey, hey what I team? Can't remember his name. Uh, it wasn't Dwight Howard and nobody. What team? Who did he play in the Eastern Conference? Uh, I want to say Braun guarded Tim Duncan at one point. That would not be surprising. Don't want to say. I want to say he was guarding Tim Duncan. So, and then we, then you remember Braun talking about that was the year they gave Marcus All defensive player of the year, and then Marcus All wasn't even on all defensive first team. I feel like we kind of get that same look with Ben. Now, Ben going to be on all defensive first team. He better. And he better. Rudy is, too. So, yeah. I, 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 I ain't expecting nothing like that. But I'm just saying, I feel like he gave they gave Ben that same kind of treatment. Like, yeah, he got off. We got this We got this B who averaged more blocks and more rebounds. So, let's get it to him. So, I don't know. And I hate to say that because I'm a B – I usually have love for the bees. I try to show love to the bees like that. It's a guard-driven world, you know what I'm saying? But I try to show love to the bees like that. That's why I love and bees and all them. But I, I really wish Ben would have got for real. Just if Rudy got two, give, give this one to Ben. Like, let Ben have his mark in the league. All right. Because right now, if Ben retired today, all we'll say is, dang, he'd have been good if he had a jump. <laughs> It's a tough way to go out, too, man. Oh, man. All right, it's tough. But speaking of uh, showing love, man, the last one, the last of what I really want to touch on was Chase Man of the Year. But just real quickly, man, shout out to Jordan Clarkson, man. Like, uh, doing his thing. I got, you got to show love to Joe Ingles, too, because he said, they said he was the first jazz player to win it in the history. So shout out to him, man, for him coming back from. Uh, he was part of that young uh, Lakers crew that was supposed to be developed and growing together, but uh, they got broken up because of LeBron uh, era came in and dominated that whole thing, kicked everybody out. But uh, kicked everybody out, <laughs> basically. So we kind of talked about that before, but uh, shout out to him, man. I'm showing him some love. Joe Ingles being nominated, and uh, I think Derrick Rose is in nominated for that too. He's in the top three. But uh, shout out to Jordan Clarkson. That's a bucket. That's probably top three bucket getters in the league as far as, like, that's what that's where his role is. Man. He's up there with uh, Jamal Crawford and Lou Will as far as, like, automatic walking bucket. So, shout out to him winning six minutes of the year. Uh, Well-deserved. Guys developing, growing a lot. So, uh, showing love to him. Man. Anything you want to say about that? Yeah, same thing. I feel like, you know, I always love to see guys, like, find themselves in the league. And, you know, I feel like when he was with the Lakers early in his career when he got drafted, he kind of was just like <clears> – <throat> he kind of was just like the shooter. Same thing when he went to Cleveland. He was with LeBron for a little while. He was just like a shooter. Then he ended up getting traded to Utah. And so uh, he gets to Utah, and they like, hey, we're going to use you. And so I can always appreciate that. I feel like that's kind of an underdog story for them to be like, hey, you know, I know what you've been doing, but forget all that. We see more of you. You got to score here. You go back up Donovan, all that. And so, yeah, I feel the same way as you. Like, I'm, I'm happy. 
So, you know, shouts out to him, put the work in, stay, you know, stay the course. One of them things, like, man, what the situation you're in now, ain't all, ain't, it ain't always got to be that. So he didn't sit in whatever, because you know he probably wasn't happy just being a shooter. He probably knew he was a bucket or thought he was a bucket. And then, mm-hmm. you know, here he is. So shouts out to him. I'm happy for that. Happy for him, too. He won a few. He, he might be the only guy that won the award that we really was just like, yeah, I'm happy he got that. <laughs> Yeah, I'm happy it was him. Yeah. So yeah, that's it for the awards. Uh, now to the one that still hasn't come out yet, man. So predictions, and this is probably the the most uh, questionable one to have. This it's probably the most debatable one to have. Do you go with Lamelo Ball coming out from the gate, looking like a vet in year one, or do you go with Ant Man Anthony Edwards? Picking up late in the year, man. So I, I know some of your feelings about that. So who's your rookie of the year? Uh, my rookie of the year has got to be Ant-Man, you know. And uh, I love LaMelo game. You know, I know everybody big on LaMelo. But I think my thing with LaMelo is, first off, he's missed a lot of games due to injury. But, he, you know, he came back right there in the end. And uh, I realized that, uh, the Timberwolves were not in playoff contention, but how many times was rookie of the year won by somebody in playoff contention? Like, probably more often it was not, more often was the rookie of the year not in the playoffs than they were, I, if I had to guess. Because, yeah. like... That's the uh, reason why you drafted there, bro. Right, you got drafted to a bad team. Yeah. And so, LaMelo gets taken to the Hornets and, uh, like, granted, you know, they in the playoffs and, you know, they look good. He played well. But I don't know if people realize this, but Anthony Edwards, D'Angelo Russell, and Carl Anthony Towns averaged more points between three players than anybody else in the league. And none of them are all-stars this year. You got Brian, AD, and KCP. You got PG, Kawhi. And uh, you say Pat Bell, I guess. <laughs> and then you got KD, Kyrie, and James Harden. I don't know why I ain't start right I, there. I don't, no, I don't throw that in there. That's, that's not a fair comparison, bro. They, they, was, they was hurt a lot. They was I'm going to say lot. that they have they barely play together, so you can't throw them in a category. But, hey, regardless of that, it's still – them three, if I was to tell you, guess me a team with three players that have more points than any other three players, you would not guess Ant-Man, D-Lo, and Cat. You would not say that. And I feel like Ant-Man was playing, was not starting at first, and then earned the starting spot. Ant-Man was not starting, earned the starting spot, and after he earned the starting spot, they started winning more. And LaMelo, I feel like LaMelo was already on a decent team. Like, Terry Rozier is still their best player. They still got um, P.J. Washington show up. This year, you know, he wasn't like no no star or nothing, but you know, he's Mikael Bridges. Yeah, Mikael Bridges is going crazy. He looking like the new Vince Carter. He's done so nasty. Man, I'm talking about straight body. Like, you ain't getting up as high as me, so I'm just going to bump him. Put him in the rail. But, you know, he got a solid core team. So, I just feel like not saying D'Lo Cat and Anthony Edwards aren't a good solid core, but they are the core. LaMelo wouldn't then he had to be a part of his core team. It was Terry, 
Mikael Bridges, PJ Washington. And then they kind of just threw LaMelo in there. Like, like okay, LaMelo's playing well enough to start. We're going to start LaMelo at the two. And, uh, but you still had Terry Rozier again, like, yeah, 30 point, 40 point game sometimes. So it just was like one of the things I feel like. And you know, I'm a down south kid. I got to roll with the guy from the south. My boy Anthony was went to UGA from Georgia. You know, I ain't from Georgia, but I appreciate it. You know, he from the South with an L. So, South. Yeah, he from the South. So, I, I got to roll with the kid from the South, man. Now, I might do. I think he going to win and no. I think LaMelo got so much media attention that it won't even matter what he was doing. Like, LaMelo got the most media attention. He got more media attention than probably John Moran. Like, and John in his second year and was almost – and was, was John an all-star game? No. No, no. Not this year. Yeah, but John was borderline all-star. And I'm quite certain if I had to guess who got more media coverage, like, of course, the Grizzlies, the Grizzlies probably have more games on TV. But as far as, like, individual players, I'm willing to bet LaMelo Ball had more media coverage than John Moran. Probably Trey Young, too. So just get, going based off that, LaMelo probably going to win it. But I hope Anthony was done. Uh, if I had to pick my winner, it's tough, man, because like he was just kind of saying, like, he he said that uh, LaMelo had a better team built around him. But if we want to go play, like, if you were drafting, take LaMelo and Ant out of the equation. If you were drafting players, you're going Cat and D'Lo before you pick any Hornets players. So talent-wise, Ant had the better talent around him. You know what I mean? So it's like Terry Rozier versus D'Lo. Nine or ten times, D'Lo's getting picked. You going Mikael Bridges and PJ Washington versus Cat. I'm taking Cat over both of those guys together. So it's like, and then they're in the Western Conference too. So it's kind of like, if they were in the East, they probably have playoff. I don't know the record, but I'm pretty sure they would have been playoff contention too. It would have been, you know, in a playoff, in a play in game. So yeah, I think that's too. That's tough, man. I think that the, the Timberwolves were dealing with injuries because both of their main guys were hurt. And, uh, Shout out to Cardinal Towns real quick because he's been dealing with a lot with uh, COVID the past year. So for him to come out still do what he's doing, salute to him, man. So uh rest of his family. But uh but yeah, man, like dealing with everything that the team has been dealing with with injuries and all that, it's almost a fair comparison as far as the stability of a team almost. Um right. I'm not saying it's it's equal, but it's it's pretty fair comparison. Um Honestly, man, if I had to pick one, I'll say LaMelo, just because he came out the gate. People were like, why is he not starting? Out the gate. And that's very tough to do. So I would go with him, man. The only thing that's slowing him down, same thing like with Joel Embiid, like at the perfect time or worst time, man. You know, as soon as he got hurt and started missing games, Ant Man started picking up to another level. So based off of the the dominance he had with that lead before, I would say him, man. Like injury slowed that injury slowed him down and took him out the out the running. But if it went for the injuries, I don't see anything stopping him, man. Like that rookie wall was non-existent, bro. Like a rookie wall is more like a ladder for him because he was just getting better as the season went along, man. Like, like I said, with Luca looking real comfortable and Looking like he belonged there versus the Clippers. That was LaMelo all season. So 
Uh, it's tough to say, man, because I just took away from Joel Embiid for being hurt. But I think injuries aside, man, Lamelo would have had that, man. So I might be contradicting myself, but I gotta give it to Lamelo. So that might be uh, my pick. I feel like I see why you say that, though. But uh, all right, man. I feel like the production we got out of Ant was a little better. Better than the Mellows. And like you said, catting them in the harder conference. Like the uh, Mellow in the easier conference. So he don't get his team in, in position to make the playoffs. Uh not like that still means something, but like, like we can't knock Ant for that in the harder conference on uh, a team, especially on a team that ain't made the playoffs and God knows how long. So <clears throat> but I don't know. They, they maybe maybe uh maybe the media surprised me and uh get to uh and get to uh and had some big games some hit some big shots had some nice plays you remember the dunk he did on that dude uh that um that was an Asian guy he dunked on went baseline dunked on this man they both fell I was like oh my god and, like he did not care about his safety the other dude's safety. Just went in trying to dunk. I was like, dang, boy, you like that? Like, is that what we doing? Yeah, him and Mikael Bridges had easily the top two dunks of the year. Easily. Easily. Like, that dunk you're talking about with Ant and that Vince Carter, like, Mikael Bridges dunk that he had, those were the top two dunks of the year. It was somebody else had to run in for third, but it's like those two are, like, easily top two picks for me for dunk of the year. But that was nasty, man. That, that was – and I got some more info for you. So they say ball play, you have to play in at least 60% of the games to be considered for any awards. And they say he played at 71. So he <clears throat> he well over the mark to get an award. So that's why he's still even in conversation. But uh, he averaged 15, 6, and 6 and uh, still in half a game. And then Ant-Man averaged – this is not his full Hold on. Sorry. So, yeah, he had uh, – so, LaMelo averaged 15, 6, and 6 with a steal and a half. And, and averaged 19, 4, and 2. And, I mean, I could go into more in-depth stats, but – I'll take it back just and, off of that. Ant-Man for the year. I'll take my vote back. Ant-Man for the year. Because of the four points and more? Because think about it. More than likely, Miller Ball was the first option. He then he's point guard, so he has pretty much free reign to kind of do what he wants to do. Right. So it's like for Ant Man to be the third option, basically, maybe the second option on that team. For him to be averaging basically twenty points, you get a little bit more of an option. Like I said before, he's playing behind the two. If you're drafting players on both of those teams, you're playing behind the two best players out of both organizations, right. and you're averaging twenty over there. Not to say Lamelo Ball can't average more, but his, he's more of, a, more of a facilitator on that team. You know, give him he's still a scorer, but he's more of a facilitator on his role. But right. I gotta give the Ant Man because in it, like you said, he's hit some game winners and clutch moments that are going to him. When you automatically have D'Lo, like D'Lo's ice in my veins, like everybody doing that little pose now, like that came from D'Lo. Like, right? That's tough, man. So you for you to have that respect in your rookie year. I gotta get to him, so 
just off of that and thinking about that, that that changed my vote, man. So I got to go with Ant Man for the year. Yeah, that's tough. Okay, well, I'm glad you know I was able to sway you to my side. So that's the first like, and probably the only time. <laughs> hey, you're right because you, that does not happen often. <laughs> nah, but all right. So them, them are our awards. Um, next week, next no, next not next week, but next time we'll probably get more into what's going on in the playoffs at that point because by the end. Second round should be close to wrapping up unless they get to bust out some seven-game series. But from every series that we've seen, not going to lie, don't think there's going to be no seven-game series. We got Utah. Right, maybe. We got Utah up 2-0. We got Brooklyn up 2-1. We got Phoenix up 3-0. So that's about over with. And then we got Philly up 2-1. But I kind of expect them to win at six. But we'll see. But so let's go ahead and get your predictions, man. But by the time we come back and talk about this next time, um, like you just said, right now we got Utah and Clippers. Uh, it's tough, man. I feel like at first I was going to say Utah coming out, but the Clippers slowly, slowly come back and doing their thing, man. So who you got winning that series going to the next round? Well, I'm, I'm going to cheat a little bit by looking at the score of the game they're in right now. Ah, the Clippers are finna win in this in this game. I mean, they up one twenty to ninety eight. It's three thirty left in the game, so that's about over with. So the Jazz finna be up two one. Um, my mind telling me the the Clippers gonna win, but my heart want the the Jazz to win. I want Donovan to kind of get over that hump. Plus, I, I ain't never like the Clippers like that. No, I I'm not. I used to like Paul George when he's at Indiana, but then you know he kind of ever since he left, it ain't been the same. So, <clears throat> but uh, I ain't never liked Clippers. Don't like Pat Bev. I don't like his whole energy and attitude. So, never been a Clippers guy. So I kind of hope Jazz wins. So I'm gonna say Jazz is seven. I say that I'm gonna go seven. Mm. I say Jazz is seven. Don and then uh. Phoenix is about over. They probably finna get the sweep next game. And then we got Nets. I say Nets and I say Nets and five. I don't think uh, I don't think Milwaukee pulled out another one. Chris Middleton had to get them more 35. And you know, he's not doing that consistently, which is sad because that's kind of what they need, but he's not doing that consistently. So I say probably Brooklyn at five, Philly at six. What'd you say? So, yeah, we agree for the most part. Um, like you said, Head wants to say Clippers, but Hart wants to say Utah. I think Utah pulls it out um, overall. Um, yeah, Phoenix got that wrapped up. Um, it's nice to see Chris Paul getting back there, my MVP of this year. So, of course, I want to see him go to the next round. Um, we got Brooklyn. Of course, they're coming out winning that. That's no competition. No respect. I mean, no disrespect. I, I like Giannis overall, but the Bucks and the and the and Giannis individually got a lot of work they need to do this offseason for sure. So I don't see them coming out at all. Um, I still don't believe in them. I haven't believed in them ever. But the no disrespect. disrespect. I'm just just basketball talk. You know, I ain't trying to disrespect nobody, but uh, just basketball talk. Yeah. Initially. Initially, I had the Hawks coming out in six, man. I had them beating Philly in six. 
maybe seven. But uh, uh it's looking like Trey's getting locked up, man. Like he he's having a tough time dealing with that length. So Hart says Hawks. I want the ATL down south. Down south with the F, like you said. I want, the Hawks to come out. I want Trey to get it out there, you know. Ball dominant guy. Want him to win it. But uh I hate saying the Sixers, man. I don't, I don't see they got an answer for Joel. I don't see him having an answer for Ben. But Ben's the answer for Trey for the most part. And he just it's long, man. Like six one, six two, going against sixteen like that. He's Fast enough to stick with him. Got quick feet, strong. He's a good player, man. So ah, that's that's the one I'm battling with. But I had I'm gonna stick with my pick originally, man. So I'm gonna stick with Hawks in six or seven. So I'm gonna go down seeking with that ship if I if I go down with it, man. I'm gonna stay loyal to that to that pick. So <laughs> y'all <are> going down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got Hawks in six. That's the only one we kind of disagree on. So we got uh. If I had to pick one, do we say Clippers? I say my pick if I want it. Uh, yeah, you said you go Utah. Yeah, yeah. So Utah versus Suns for the West. Oh, that's an awkward pick. But Utah, Jazz versus Suns going to the next round. And we got Nets versus Hawks. I mean, I'm going to stick with my Hawks. Nets versus Hawks. So we'll see how we turn out, man. That's our predictions for now. Um, Set our predictions for rookie of the year. That's it for me, man. Anything you got on the app? No, I think I'm good, man. Hey, I hope my boy Giannis can turn it around. That'd be great, but nope. I don't see it happening. <laughs> nope. Hey, look, now you you didn't brought up Utah in six, talking about being Philly. So I can say I hope uh, my boy pull it out in Milwaukee. It's two different situations, bro. It's two totally <laughs> different situations. You're playing two different monsters. My we didn't see three. We didn't see Giannis go through the same thing for how many years now? Same hey, he, problem. He put out Miami and they beat them last year. That's all. Like nah. Hold on, conversation we gotta have, bro. Like, we actually that's a good conversation we, I want to have one day, probably sometime. But the the books, man. Just, hey, he ain't playing bad though. He just they not. It's not enough. If y'all want to know how I feel about Giannis, listen to what Nelson had to say to uh, last episode. That's my frustration with him and with the whole organization as a whole, overall. That's a whole other conversation. But, uh, yeah, that's, that's how I feel. And so that's a wrap for this episode number 17. Uh, it's a nice little good one for you guys. Uh, a little different from what we usually do. But we're going to keep doing different stuff because different doesn't always mean bad. So. That's it for you guys. Uh, appreciate you tuning in. Episode 17. It's a wrap. And of course, the conversation should not end when we stop and press when we press record and it stops. That was a terrible way to say that, but I'm gonna roll with it. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I'm leaving it all in. It's all good. I'm not gonna edit it out. But anyway, um, uh, so yeah, the conversation should not end when we press record and the recording stops. That's that still didn't work, but it's all good. When we press stop. <laughs> when we first <laughs> the conversation doesn't end when the recording stops. That's that's a good way to say that. So, yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Um, basically, just comment, man. That's that's the point I'm trying to get out. Comment on our post and let us know what you think. So, um, 
let us know, man. Was that a terrible ending or was it a horrible ending? Because that was pretty bad. But um, who do you agree with for our picks? Who do you got going to the next round? Who's your defensive player of the year, rookie of the year, whatever? Let us know about your awards. Um, how you feel about the playoffs? Everything we talked about, man. Like, do you who who is your top five point guards? You know, with Chris Paul with the ring, Chris Paul without the ring. Who is your next generation player? Like, let us know, man. We touched we touched on a lot of different things here. So we're trying to get some um, feedback from you guys, man. Let us know if you got anything you want us to talk about. So we're all ears. We're open to suggestions. Um, let us know, man. So that's it from B-Ball Jones and Nelson Haskins. We're signing out right here, episode 17. Appreciate you tuning in. Follow us on social media and show us some love. Let us know what's up, man. So that's it. Signing out.